Uh, is this thing on? Can you hear me? Welcome to the Gravity Lift Podcast, a mostly entertaining and at times informative place where we get to chat about all the things we love. Music and festival life, yoga and wellness, travel and adventure. We are your hosts, Jordan and Antonella. When we first started this podcast, we had an initial list of people that we wanted to speak to, and we've done a fairly good job so far of trying to get through some of those, and we're expanding that list more and more as we talk to more people and more people listen to the podcast. But one of the initial ones we knew we had to have was a dynamic duo similar to ourselves, Brian and Melissa. Yeah, we know them through the yoga world, and you've actually done a little DJing for Brian, and Bailey and Jackson both our nannies for their son and we just see them a lot out and about in the in the yoga studio world they they teach on the east side in seattle they do all sorts of cool events and since it is both of us it can be tough sometimes with certain individuals that come in because either i know them well or you know them well exactly and with both of them we kind of know them well through different ways but um yeah it's it's kind of hard when you have four people in a podcast to not start to talk over each other and mm. things get a little crazy sometimes. But Brian and Melissa were fantastic guests. Super easy to talk to. I was really impressed with just how open and honest and vulnerable they were at times, talking about everything from when they first met to the challenges of parenting and having a dual yoga income household. Uh, we kind of went all over the place, but I love those types of conversations. The time flew by. Yeah. So without further ado, we'll let you guys hear it from Brian and Melissa. Yay, Charltons. Welcome to the Gravity Lift podcast. Today we have Brian and Melissa Charlton. Welcome to the studio. Hi. Thanks. Yeah. So excited to have you guys here. <laughs> this one's been on our list for a while, and I know that you guys get the world of yoga teacher schedules. It's a little bit hard to ever actually plan anything, but I appreciate that you guys made the time out, and you came right from guitar lessons. Yeah. <laughs> How was that? <laughs> it was good. How long have you been playing guitar? Oh, uh, February? Yeah, February. Nice. You're, you're a newbie, but you've been Very musical for, for a while. Yeah, I've been singing my whole life. And then you just said, I'm going to learn guitar in your 40s? Yeah, well, I got the guitar in my 30s, <laughs> and then it sat kind of in storage. And I don't know, it just, it's time to to get back to a little bit more of like me, and, and the me that I've always known has always been a singer, and I love, I love the yoga world, and I love the fitness world, but I also need, I need to sing, so... Nice. I feel like that's pretty classic, though, when you get a guitar, it just sits for a while, yeah. and you're like, I should totally play this thing. <laughs> yeah. Like, mm, I'm good. Did you ever I play guitar? Uh, so, I mean, yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> I got an electric guitar, and then it pretty much just sat there. Mm. For, like, Christmas, my uncles would get me, like, guitar picks and, like, music books and, like... <laughs> never really took yeah. lessons i just had the thing and so i'd play around on it i would teach myself to play a couple random little stuff and uh yeah and then you kind of forget about it i tried to get my brother to teach me and he even was like your fingers just don't do what they're supposed to do he's like i don't understand <laughs> like i don't know if i just have fat fingers i also oh. have issues texting sometimes so i think maybe it's just like why are those strings so small i don't i don't get it brian are you musical at all 
Yeah, I was yeah. Uh, I was a singer when I was younger. I did all of the music things in uh, junior high and high school. I was in all the bands, uh, jazz band. Why is that all past tense? Why are you not doing it anymore? Uh, because I did it and enjoyed it and loved it and moved on to other things. Yeah. You know? But you're soon to be a professional ukulele player. <laughs> professional. <laughs> yes. Um, I picked up, uh, I bought Melissa a ukulele. Um, For Christmas, like six years ago seven yeah, before years ago henry was born before six or henry. seven years ago and it sat and it sat in this case <laughs> for um about six or seven years until um until she decided she wanted to have her guitar restrung recently so she could take lessons and so i bought a couple hooks and put them up on the wall and i've been looking at it going ah, i think i want to play that so i've just been messing around on it for a couple weeks and learning chords and making up things and trying to play some songs so nice do we can have a Duet coming soon. Guitar and ukulele duet. Well, we started to play. um, uh, Free fallen. Yeah, we started to play free fallen together the other day. Yeah, we got to figure out the the right key or how to how to how to match keys, guitar and uke, because I, I yeah, (laughs) like I don't know. I'm still that new. True. Yeah. But free fallen is uh, one of the easiest songs ever to play. It's one of the easiest to sing ever, too. Yeah. I can totally imagine you two just belting out. <laughs> that would be so <laughs> cute. <laughs> so yeah. we should work on that. And That'd then you fun. have to have uh, Henry with the tambourine every, like, minute and a half of this go. <laughs> <laughs> he actually has really good rhythm. He, he has does great, he? Yeah, he does. Yeah. He, has, he has a couple drums. So he'll, when she nice. practices her guitar, he sits on the floor and, and drums along with her sometimes. It was that family it, band. Yeah. What was the, that? Which one? The Partridge family? Partridge family. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> That's the one. Yeah, no, he, he plays really good and plays really good, plays really well. <laughs> and he, um, he'll he actually get frustrated when I my fingers are slower. Like for if I if I miss a beat, he'll be like, mommy. Or he'll he'll help me with the words if I'm trying to get my wow. fingers to catch up to the words. He'll nice. come in with the, the, the next word. He's how old is Henry? So, yeah. Four and a half. Wow. I was going to ask for a little background on Henry for the listeners that don't know. He's a little four and a half year old firecracker. He's a, yeah. And he's a, yeah. I mean, that's pretty impressive that he's holding you. Well, like you said, he's the enforcer. So maybe he's holding time. <laughs> <laughs> he's like priorities. Exactly. <laughs> yes. And so he's got a pretty sweet babysitter. Yeah. yeah. And who's his babysitter? Well, right now, both of Antonella's kids. Yeah, yeah Bailey. Babysitters. Jackson joined the, the crew. Jackson yeah, Bailey was both. excited about that. She's like, so Jackson wants to help and do it sometimes, and he wants to earn some money. And then and then the second time, she was like, well, it's cool, but it kind of takes money out of my pocket. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if I want him doing it a lot, but <laughs> I appreciate it because it's good for him to start, I don't know, getting used to that. He's done a tiny bit of babysitting yeah. uh, before, but... Yeah, that's kind of Well, cool. and hopefully he's going to start having more babysitting in the next couple of years. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. if I get knocked up. Yeah. Has that, has that happened? No. Not yet. The, the, I saw the rumor out last just week on your yeah. last podcast. Yeah. You're just practicing. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't clarify yet. that on, <laughs> on that podcast. Yeah, we're not, not trying yet. We're going to we're gonna do the whole up. traditional thing where you like get married first and then do the baby thing. I don't know. Yeah. So hopefully the Nothing eggs wrong will with that. cooperate. <laughs> I, just I got, I got faith them. in it. I just talk to the eggs every day. Come on, guys. Just a little longer. You can do it. Hang out. It'll be Hold okay. on. You're good. <laughs> nice. That's so, a fun process. Yeah. The the making the of making? the baby. Yeah, the, well, practicing. the practicing and the trying and the making. Yeah. 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 We really enjoyed um, 
<laughs> I'm not just talking about the sex, guys. I mean, like, we know that's fun. Dirty. But we did enjoy that part, too. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, no, the whole process of getting yeah. pregnant and um, just, and then pregnancy. Pregnancy yeah. was so much fun. I loved it. I'm yeah. excited for it because I've, I've never gone through it, but she has I twice have, already. And so. I, I, this will be my first time with a, a partner that's like in it with me. So that's mm. kind of exciting for me. It's a whole new experience of somebody who wants it and wants to learn all the things and go to the appointments. And that's read pretty the cool. books, read the books and <laughs> change the diapers. Was I supposed to do that? You, <laughs> you didn't read a single book, but you also didn't argue with me when I said this is what the book said. Yeah. <laughs> you were like, oh, OK. Yeah, I'm not a reader, but I'm a really good listener. There you go. <laughs> you just need to listen to baby making podcasts. I don't know what that would sound like. <laughs> maybe make. It. Oh, maybe not. Maybe I can imagine podcasts. what that would sound like. That's just porn. <laughs> baby With no visuals. Right? That's just listening just, to the voice. Just the audio track of pornography. Phone sex. Maybe that's the next thing. Maybe we can get rich just starting a porn podcast. Porn I'm podcast. sure there is. You want to listen to people bang? You can't yeah, right. see anything. There's lots of moaning. <laughs> you know, I know people would the, get into that. There's yeah. a few people out there that would love that. Just driving in their cars. The like, baby making oh, podcast. Yeah. You guys can be like, okay, <laughs> session 23, day 45, we're about to start. Well, we, we said go. we wanted this podcast to encompass like all subjects. So there you yeah. go. We now could, we've got that. We could have a one-off. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if I want that up there. <laughs> so I take it Henry was intentional. That mm-hmm. was, uh, all right, we're at this point in our relationship. Let's make a baby. Yeah. yeah. Henry was our third pregnancy, actually. Um, so we decided we wanted to get pregnant, and uh, we got pregnant in the so first month, easy. I think, or the second month. So easy to get pregnant for yeah. us. Um, um, and we were super stoked, uh, very excited, and then... Uh, was it 12 or 13 weeks we went in for a visit and no 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 that was the one where my body actually the second one my body terminated the pregnancy and then this like, nope. yeah yeah it was like 13 weeks and mm. it was you know she wasn't feeling good for most of the day and then back pain and yeah and that was it and so. then i don't remember how long it was between um uh, i think it was like seven months or so because uh and then we went yeah the second try Went in, no heart heart rate, mm. meh. And so, it's a hard subject. Yeah. Well, <laughs> but like, you know yeah. what's interesting is your first reaction to the whole conversation was, we love the process. We love the process of making a baby and, yeah. and, and trying to get pregnant. Uh, but you went through a couple of pretty traumatic ones. So how did that how did that shift happen to where you're back to this place of acceptance and, and joy for the process? I just think we knew we wanted it so much. You Mm -hmm. know, we we knew we could get pregnant. We knew we wanted to have a child. Mm -hmm. Um, And we knew it was possible, obviously. I think for me also, it it really showed me who Brian is, which brought a lot of joy to me. It kind of just showed me this this partner that was um, going to, I don't know, stick by me when things are hard. It was really great. It was lovely to to find that on the other side of the pain, and then and then Henry is just a ray of light. So it's a good reward. He's a pretty amazing kid, and mm-hmm. I I feel you on that whole process. We've been through a lot in the last couple of years, and it's really made us a way stronger couple, having gone through those challenges. And because I think. Uh, part of what draws them to us is we're strong independent women and we're Mm. used to doing things on our own and just like 
taking charge. And sometimes it takes something kind of debilitating emotionally or physically for them to go, oh, no, I got this. And for us to go, uh, all right, <laughs> you got this. And then go, oh, no, you you do. You actually like, got you this. You have this. I have a partner in this. Yeah. Uh, so I'm actually really thankful for the challenges that we've had because it's made me really – it's given him the opportunity to step up in the relationship and it gave me uh, the wake-up call that he he was perfect. (laughs) I was like, oh my God, you're exactly what I didn't even know that I needed. Yeah. Because I thought I could do it all on my own. Yeah, and then you just start to realize how uh, lucky you are to have stumbled into that person Mm -hmm. that, you know, is both wonderful to spend time with and also going to be there for you and get your back. Us young guns. Yeah, right. <laughs> True. <laughs> yeah, that was our first big challenge was was the age difference. So what is the age difference? Eight years. Eight years. That's a pretty good chunk of time. Oh, well, oh. Well, especially because when we met, I was, what, 23 years? 23, and I was oh. 31. Yeah. Oh, 23 Now, I was a pretty young. immature 31. <laughs> <laughs> so that helps. That helps. <laughs> no, yeah, we met, and we... Um, Where'd you meet? We met in New York. We met in New York on Halloween night... Uh, 2005. Were you dressed as yeah. What were your outfits? Four. Yeah. Were you dressed as a was sexy four. kitty? Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was. I was pretty basic. I was. Um, I was a sexy, sexy schoolgirl. School <laughs> okay. Yeah. With like the bra showing yeah, and the rosary, red bra, white and... shirt, lollipop in your mouth all night long. Man, she fucking ignored me all night. I did. She took one look at me and was like, "He's either gay or he's well, just too young." What was your outfit though? That was. I was. Nothing. I wasn't wearing anything. Uh, <laughs> That's yeah. why you got ignored. I wasn't wearing anything. I was wearing clothing. <laughs> Suit. <laughs> he was with another girl. I was with another girl. I can't ignore uh, you. And uh, we met up with a mutual friend of ours um, on the corner of 14th and Union in Union Square. Yeah. And uh, and then did you get my number from Will or? No, we didn't. So that was Halloween night. We didn't see each other again until. Um, That's right. Until the, the week blizzard of Christmas. Of yeah, it was Christmas week. We were all in town, uh, our friend Will and Melissa and I, and we decided we wanted to do some drugs together. Yeah. So, um, so I picked up some ecstasy. I was living in Brooklyn, and we hopped on the train. You hopped, I hopped on the train. It took you like two hours to get <laughs> to us. so long to get <laughs> Dedication. There. They had like eaten all the Chinese food already before I got there. And so I showed up. I was hungry. and We're we like, just, let's drop some E. Yeah, so we this just, is ama- The visual in my mind right now is amazing. Yeah. I'm literally Oh, no, this snowstorm. So the snowstorm, everyone had advisories to, to stay indoors. Don't take any cabs anywhere. Uh, if you have to go anywhere, just walk. You guys, so, yeah. I'm, I lived up in um, Washington Heights, as did our friend Will. So I walked over to Will's house in this, like, driving snowstorm. And Brian traveled, like, were you two hours to get yeah, there? Yeah, it took a, took a long time because, the, you know, the snow melted on the train tracks and the trains weren't running. And, and I was living in Brooklyn at the time. So it's a pretty big distance yeah. to travel. So, so, um, so, yeah, it took me a couple hours to get there. But, but it was a fun night. So... So we did our drugs and we had fun and we danced all night and we sang oh, songs. Man. And we, he taught me origami. Yeah, I taught everybody how to fold like origami cranes <laughs> and nice. make little boxes. And of course, there were like, you know, back robes and snuggling. And mm-hmm. it was the first night we spooned. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. No is, sex, just Isn't spooning. that great in like a home mm-hmm. atmosphere too? Instead of being out like in a club or at a festival, mm-hmm. just with your homies in, in a nice intimate setting like that. So yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so that then, was fun. 
and then we were just uh, we were really close friends for like we just kept calling each other I remember our phone bills got really high one month you were like was your phone bill really high last month I was like oh yeah yeah because <laughs> just staying up late talking to each other that was before unlimited before plans before cell phone yeah you know, and it was, yeah, cell phone, but it was before the unlimited. Oh, true. Just, like, you just had minutes. Maxed out our minutes. Yeah. So. But you, like, liked each other. Yeah. yeah. You just we heard. clearly liked each other, but Melissa oh, yeah. was hanging on to this relationship back in Utah for I some had, reason. I had a, a boyfriend. So, yeah, we couldn't actually date, but we were kind of, like, pretend dating. We were pretending not to date. Yeah. Oh, I know how that goes. <laughs> I, I feel, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> the connection is there, but you're like, nope, not yeah. going to happen. Well, and, yeah. yeah, I had this other boyfriend that I was hanging on to, and then Brian was so young. I was like, there's no way. He's yeah. way too young for me. You know, not just because he was eight years younger, but 23 That's, yeah. <laughs> is a much younger age than, you know, where are you now? 36? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think so. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> it's, right after 35, it's hard to keep track, I feel like. You're like, eh, I got to do math real quick. Let me think. Uh, yeah, 23 is young. Yeah. Like, I don't but know. He There's was something under 23. 25. Yeah. You were, you were always kind of, well, first of all, you also convinced me. <laughs> he was like, <laughs> not going to be like, oh, you're too young for me. It's like, no, I'm not. That doesn't make a difference. It doesn't make a difference. Why did it feel like an issue for you? Uh, Was it like in your heart or were you worried about other people's portrayal of you? Yeah, it was both. I was also looking for an excuse not to Mm -hmm. leave something that wasn't working but was still established Mm -hmm. for something that was like scary and exciting and possibly going to really hurt me young and fresh and new i think your your boyfriend was eight years he was older 11 than you years older than me oh Ooh. wow yeah but he was so that's a big difference too yeah. so you're not just like a serial cougar this is like a <laughs> this is this is a oh ran this was yeah. total opposite of very interesting. although i've always been attracted to like very like not pretty, but you know, there's a feminine thing about Brian's your eyelashes. Pretty. Very he has pretty, very nice eyelashes. <laughs> the eyelashes. And if you didn't have that big manly beard, I would say you're. <laughs> but his beard. If the screen really wasn't in front of the microphone, you can hear him move. Yeah, <laughs> 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 like, like butterfly wings. <laughs> yeah, I like yeah. him pretty too. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, I can't quite grow a beard like you though. You did. I've tried a couple times. Yeah. It's not like that. It's not lush and beautiful. Lush, <laughs> it's a little scraggly. Lush and thick and beautiful. It's the only <laughs> beard I've ever felt that was really soft. Mm-hmm. Mm. Did you make him grow that so that he looked older so you didn't feel no. old? Okay. In fact, <laughs> he, he shaved it once after we started dating. Right after like, we started dating, after it was official. I It's because I fucked it up. I was shaving my goatee and I messed up a section of it that I was, you know, you couldn't fix it. So I had to shave it all off. Yeah. So I shaved my face and, we're, and I'm walking down the street to meet her to surprise her. And she walked right past me. She, <laughs> did, she didn't recognize me without <laughs> the beard. Didn't. And I was like, hey, hey Melissa. She turned, she goes, what? Oh, oh. Oh, hi. Oh, hi. You can, you can grow that back, right? <laughs> Well, he just looked so much younger yeah. at that point. I was like, oh, God, it's like I'm dating Dawson Creek cast members. <laughs> That's how she felt when I shaved my beard. Yeah, I definitely liked it when you had a little facial hair because it did help me. But it's still now, I guess, even shaved. A lot of people have zero idea the significant age difference that we have. No. They don't know us personally. Yeah, People have no clue. Well, and that's so. just lucky on my end because... 
she looks like she's in her late 20s and mm-hmm. so that helps a lot because i look like i'm in my early 20s <laughs> <laughs> and so people just tend to think anyway they're like yeah. oh you're both in your 20s like we don't know exactly what but if she like looked like she was i don't know her age then it would people would be like dude there's a 20 year difference between you yeah because yeah. we're at 12 years so yeah. it's like it's definitely it's definitely a number Ooh, 12 <laughs> so brava jordan <laughs> is closer to bailey's age than mine like that that was a huge boundary for <laughs> yep. me i was like what no yeah. like it would be more appropriate for you to date my daughter than me because that was quote a, unquote appropriate yeah right but. not at all but <laughs> that number in my head was very significant yeah. it was a big challenge for me to get through and he was like it's really not that big of a deal and i'm like no it it's a really big deal <laughs> it you don't know any of bigger. the movies i'm talking about or music <laughs> like i'm gonna have to teach you so many things but yeah <laughs> it, def- <laughs> it definitely seems bigger on that end too yeah. from the the younger male perspective it, yeah it seems like a societally different thing yeah than for an older man it's not it's never accepted and normal for a woman to have a younger man Which did we, your family have any negative reaction they didn't care they loved him cool they loved him my parents came to meet him and my stepdad is actually five years younger than my mom ah that helps so that does help but also like we're sitting at a, at a restaurant and um i told them before he came i said no he's younger than me and my stepdad just goes, that don't matter. <laughs> I was like, oh, you know, so it was really cool. So are you from, are you guys both from New York? You met there. Met no? there. no, I'm from here. I grew up in Woodenville. Oh, I was what? born in San Francisco. I moved to Woodenville <clears throat> when I was four or five. And oh. I grew up uh, not too far from here, actually. Crazy. Um, and then and what then, brought you to New York? Uh, I was dating a girl after high school. She went, uh, she graduated from Cornish and wanted to move to New York and be an actress mm. and uh, was like, we're in love. I'm going to go with you because I didn't really have anything holding me back here. I wasn't in school or anything like that. So my parents said no. And I said, yes. And they said, no. And I said, yeah, I said, no. And I said, I'm fucking going like, anyway. Bye. <laughs> yeah. And they were like, okay, well, I guess we can't hold you back, but we'll just support you instead. So, um, and then, um, gosh, we landed, I flew in on Halloween night, actually, 2003 Halloween night's an important night for me, apparently. Yeah, yeah. So big night. Landed in New York on Halloween night, 2003, and then we broke up in April that year, and I just stayed. Nice. Yeah. Met really Melissa lovely. exactly one year later. Yeah. And the rest is history. Crazy. Yeah. How did you get to New York? Uh, so I got to New York from Seattle, but I... so backtrack i i was from i'm from utah and then i moved to seattle for the theater scene in 2003 and then a year later i was like okay no i should just be in new york so i moved to new york and then so how long were you in new york before you met him uh july is when i moved in what? a couple months yeah. wow so we our, our new york experience is pretty much mostly each other you know, you mm-hmm. had that. You had that year before. You me. guys had to go. You guys were both in Seattle, and you yeah. had to go all the way to New York to meet to each meet. other. Mm-hmm. Isn't that funny? And then another so cool. New York. But I also don't think I would have met him here if I, and not just here, but I wouldn't have met him if I hadn't moved here first. Mm. 
That's so. true because you met our mutual friend Will here in Seattle, uh, yeah. And then, uh, and then Will also ended up in New York around the same time as Melissa. Will is an important player in this scenario. Yeah. Thanks, Will. You really set us yeah. up. So well, in terms of mutual friends, to. we have a mutual friend in Claudine. Oh yeah. And how did you initially meet her? That was in New York, right? Yeah, Claudine yeah. and I went to the Institute for Integrative Nutrition together, and uh, we met. Uh, she was just looking for a seat. And I was like, hey, there's a seat right here next to me if you want to sit down. And she was like, okay, cool. And she sat and we ended up chatting and we became fast friends during so our... So sweet. Yeah. She's so for an those amazing that woman. don't know, she uh, is our teacher for Acro Vinyasa. Mm -hmm. And her and Hansa are who we went through our kind of level one and level two Acro Yoga teacher training, but who actually in some ways brought you and I together in acro yoga was you, Brian. Mr. Brian Charlton. Me? Yeah. yeah. What? I knew so that. I had come to Bala and I was taking classes there. Balance. Uh, balance, sorry. <laughs> Bala is yeah. <laughs> Bala is where you two used to teach both consecutively or consistently. So at Balance, I was taking classes with you and then I was just in her classes. I was taking them and whatnot. And then you had an acro workshop there and her husband at the time yeah. completely bailed and didn't show up. That morning he bailed. Aww. And just there was so even numbers in the room and everyone yeah. else had a partner in some way or another. And her and I partnered up and the rest was kind of history from it, there. It's so interesting because that wasn't my first time doing acro with Brian, though, because he did a different workshop there before yeah. mm -hmm. where my rebound husband, I like to call him rebound husband, because uh, <laughs> he was a brief little blip. Uh my rebound husband and I went to that one and I didn't really love acro yoga. I was like, this is fine, but it was frustrating and I just like didn't get into the groove of it. And then when we did it the second time and he bailed and then you didn't have a partner and I was like, all right, well, let's pair up. Like we kind of knew each other. Then I was like, oh, acro's really cool. Mm -hmm. Like if you're doing it with somebody mm -hmm. that is there for you mm -hmm. and that can talk to you and you can talk to them and it can be this playful, fun experience, then I was like, oh, this is really cool. I'm going to do this yeah. more. Um, and I think we definitely both had a moment. I don't know if you remember, but he had us all lined up. Your back was facing the window. My back was facing the door. And we were all like looking at each other. And I don't remember what you were having us do. But it was like just a moment where you had to like look at each other. And I was like. That was the moment. That was uh, it. No, it was a bad moment. A I was like, moment. oh, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. I was like, don't look at me. I can't look at you. What is going on? And I just kind of pushed it out of my head. Yeah. I was like, nope, that's not something that can be addressed. But there was definitely a moment where I was like, oh, like I saw him differently than the boy in my class because before that he was definitely just like this boy in my class and mm -hmm. very very young in my mind but i just saw a different kind different. of old soul in there hiding out and i was like huh there's like a yogi in there there's like an old soul mm -hmm. like similar path person that i saw and i saw a flash of it and it scared the shit out of me and i was like ah! <laughs> and to me i was like she's my teacher yeah. so i was like yeah i like respect and adore her but i was also like no that's not an option yeah like, she's yeah. married she has two kids i've met the kids they come in here like there's no way any of this is gonna work we'll just be friends yeah. friends and i was totally content yeah. with that and things and just then we went, evolve yeah but they evolve kind of like both fast and slow when you do it like that yeah you're like uh, you're pushing it away. No, this isn't going to happen. We can't do this. No. And then by the time you finally come around to like, all right, I think this might be someone I want to connect with. You're already half in love. 
Yeah, you're already yeah. in it. Because you know each other now. You're like, ah, oh, that's who you are. Yeah, we fought it for a long time. And then well, all of a sudden, it was kind of like, like in it. It was kind of like we had, um, we'll use gravity because it kind of fits <laughs> well in our world. But it was almost like instead of gravity being like this 360 degree, like encompassing force, it was almost like gravitational pull was just like in a 360 degree around us like everything around us was like closing in on us and so we were, <laughs> it was all like no 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 and then we were like oh well what if we just go up here so we just like went up a little bit and then it was like oh now there's no issue because if we're up here we don't care about there what was a lot of thinks. resistance yeah and then when we rose above the resistance it got easy yeah. and it was funny because right in between there when we were in that struggle stage of like okay i think we're gonna do this and we're gonna be together there was like a huge amount of resistance from like family and oh really ex-coworkers and like a lot like uh the month of uh october november early yeah october november was like shit show like it like the shit hit the fan and then we went off to bali and we went to our level one training with claudia and hansa and we went there with this kind of agreement that nobody there knew us and they didn't know our history. They didn't know our age difference. We were just going to go and be the couple that we wanted to be. And that was for that acro training. And we were embraced and loved and supported. And people were like, you guys are amazing. And we were like, fuck yeah, we're amazing. (laughs) And we went home and we were like, fuck all (laughs) y'all. So that's what you mean. Like then we were just in it. We were like, yeah, we are in it. We're going to be proud of it. We don't care what anybody thinks or what they think they know about my past or his path everybody likes to decide how things nobody nobody has any idea unless they're in that (laughs) relationship and so that was a super freeing i like how you described it because it did feel like we were like suffocating in then all of a sudden we're like bloop we just popped right above we're like oh it's like gravity up here yeah (laughs) look at that (laughs) hashtag branding love it yeah so we work together so you guys work together mm. but you also do your own thing so when did you i want to know where like when in this scenario so we know like where you started in the new york thing and then where you guys connected but was yoga already a thing in both of your lives when you met or did that come later when we met i was melissa was bartending mm-hmm. uh, at a fancy fancy restaurant i was managing um these gyms and health clubs in new york city and um, a friend of mine said, hey, I want to do this yoga teacher training at the studio. She got crushed by Bigram. Bigram basically told her in front of like 5,000 people she was still fat. Oh. And, and he was like her he idol. He was so mean. Yeah, such a dick. So, um, <clears throat> so she was like, hey, I want to do this training at this other studio or at, at, at the studio that you invited me to go take yoga classes at. And I was like, uh, I don't really want to be a yoga teacher. <laughs> But you know what? I manage these gyms, these health clubs, and I operate the budget. So I could like pay myself a lot of money to teach yoga classes. So, hey, I'm in. That sounds like a good idea. So it's totally financial for me, this whole yoga thing, when I first started. And, uh, and as I went through the training, I just kind of found that the values that I was learning were things that just really resonated with me anyway. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so it just stuck. It just made sense. And so I, I did. I paid myself a lot of money to teach classes in all these gyms that I was working at. Um, and then Melissa, around around the same time, I guess, in the first few years of our relationship, she uh, had an opportunity to become a personal trainer. Well, yeah, I hired a personal trainer first, and uh, he really changed the way I moved, the mm. way that I thought about movement. Um, and... 
helped me a lot, like basic movements. I, I, I had a look of strength that was not real, right? Like I looked like a strong, thin person, but I had no real strength. So he taught me a lot, and I wanted to do more of that, but I couldn't afford a personal trainer forever. So, yeah. <laughs> And I didn't want to be a bartender forever. Um, and uh, so I went, I found a, a gym in New York that would train me how to do the work uh, in addition to my own certification that I had to get. And I fell in love. It was just really great working with people, helping them understand the body. Uh, the more that I would teach them, the more I would begin to understand and the more fascinated I became with um, anatomy and healthy movements and uh, helping people improve their mobility and uh and then I had been a personal trainer and working my own strength for about a year, independently working my own strength. And um, a friend of mine at the gym was like, you should go take this yoga class with me. The studio around the corner is doing like an intro month thing where you can just buy a month for yourself and you should just come. And I went and I hated it. <laughs> I was like, this sucks. I'm not good at it. It's hard. She's like, yeah, it's hard because you're tight. So you should come again. And uh, she's like, and, and if you align your body, then it's not as hard. Then, then your joints do, the more, do more of the work. And I, I took more classes and, um, and I started to really like it. But then my month ran out and I kind of, you know, didn't really get that much into it. Brian and I actually had a, a weekly acro yoga date, and that was where I started to do more yoga. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. We used to go to Ohm Factory on, what, 37th and 8th, yeah. I think, um, on Friday nights and do... So when I know together. Brian is the acro guy, but you do... Do you guys still do acro together? Uh, no. Not as much. Not yeah. so much. It's, uh, yeah, it's more his... But it was a great way for us to kind of figure out how to communicate, too. Mm -hmm. It really taught us how to not be so controlling. <laughs> mm. Did Henry change acro for you? For me? Yeah. Mm, no, I was already on my way away from acro yeah. when we moved to Seattle. She just didn't love it. Um, she didn't fall in love with it uh, like I did. And a lot of the things were painful. Her hips and quads are really tight. And so just having feet in those areas... Um, it would probably be better now that I roll That's what I was about to say. Now that you've been doing your own mm -hmm. fascia work, I bet it would be a lot more tolerable. And yeah, and I've gotten much more dedicated in my fascia work, so uh, we should try it again. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, fuck yeah, let All me right. know. Sounds yeah, good. It's tough yeah. sometimes when like one person starts advancing significantly more yeah. and you're like, you know, because it gets really difficult once you get into some of the complex acro things. Mm -hmm. So you're like, this isn't... This and isn't easy anymore. Some of the early stuff is like intuitive. You're yeah. like, oh, I can do this. This kind of works. And I'm not a bendy yogi. Yeah. You know, I, I come from a body more of strength and stability. And, Me too. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I have to work really, really hard for um, to, to be able to take a hold of my foot with a straight leg. Mm -hmm. And some of the postures in acro, some of the movements require a lot, uh, you know, even to get a transition, you got to get a bind in there. And I'm like, oh can't reach that so it was frustrating um to 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 practice it I didn't as he advanced I couldn't quite keep up but it was also just I don't know I just didn't love it like that what I when I really fell in love with yoga was actually during uh right after my first miscarriage 
So um, I took a yoga class with uh, Jennifer Lynn, JL. Mm-hmm. And uh, she read a reading at the beginning of class that just resonated. And, uh, and I found myself just feeling like, okay, I'm, I'm with people that care. I'm with people who are trying to find their own path. And maybe they're struggling. And it felt like it was finally okay to struggle. And that's, that's when yoga found me. Mm-hmm. I feel like for a lot of people, there's, there's a big impactful moment that they remember. Yeah. Um, sometimes it's very like heart-wrenching almost. Did you mm-hmm. have like a, a, an epic yoga moment? You're like, I, this is something like a class that you were in or maybe one that even that you taught that you go, oh, this is, this is my practice for life. Gosh, um, there isn't anything that really stands out. Uh, actually, there was a class that you and I took at Exhale, uh, mm. the south end of Central Park. That was that studio that I did that one month thing. Yeah, and I can't think of the guy's name who taught the class, but he was uh, he was just this martial arts guy, right? Yeah. And uh, the sequence he taught was it just like, you know, sometimes you go and you take a class and sequences can feel kind of choppy in your body or the transitions just don't feel right. Like every word he said and every transition he taught just felt so good in my body and his music was just perfect and i think he played phil collins he did he did <laughs> yeah. play phil collins he played and I was like, like um yeah. what is this song i can feel it in the air tonight you know and he, and he like sent us off like one of our transition when it's like did it did it did it i'm just like yeah so dj why the fuck haven't we played that in an event yet I know. Can you do it, please? But yeah. Do this? Yeah, I have a, I have like a house remix of it. It just, I don't even care if it's house. But yeah, I just, I, I want that breakdown. I like went to play it at Monkey Loft <gasps> for like the early part. How did you not? What? Yeah. Okay. I'm so <laughs> glad you said that. That needs to happen. <laughs> we love that song. If we're especially if we're like yeah. super stoned, and we're like, <laughs> let's play it. <laughs> it's a song that like for for me, which is. I'm sorry, but it reminds me of my dad a ton. So like, I grew up, <laughs> I grew up listening to like Phil Collins and Sting and all that oh, stuff with my man. mom. And so my dad was always a big fan. And my sister have talked about that. We're like, yeah, like if my da- like when my dad passes away, not to sound like morbid, but like everyone dies. Yep. Yeah. When he passes away, we talked about it. We're like, yeah, that's a song we're gonna play at his funeral. Mm-hmm. Just like one of those that just like That'd to both epic. of us. Yeah. So that that song definitely has some pull. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm a fan of it. I like it. Yeah. And my uh my moment of uh I don't know awesomeness in a class, kind of what you guys what you were asking Brian about specifically was a class with you. And that's kind of when I knew for sure. This was like before we were together or anything. It was taking a class at Balance, and she when there was one there was the bubble meditation, which was like the coolest thing ever. So I'm like obsessed with bubbles. Uh, I didn't from, know that from but... doing acid back in. Uh, <laughs> late college kind of right when i graduated college with some buddies like we just have we're just obsessed with bubbles like if you look at that picture over there it's a picture i took of a a bubble i took that on a camera and then we got it just like put onto a what's that called canvas Canvas, um so yeah it's like a bubble that's like sinking into the water um but yeah so bubbles are always huge for me and she did this bubble meditation and it blew my fucking mind (laughs) it's like oh my gosh like this yoga thing 
uh, I guess we'll say spiritually, but like philosophically mm-hmm. was everything I was looking for. Um, and then it also encompassed a way to move my body because I had dealt with ulcerative colitis for years, was like a, a pretty high level athlete and then lost everything because I just couldn't perform anymore. Mm-hmm. And I was in and out of the hospital and stuff. And so to be able to find a practice that wasn't like, all right, you need to go do a bunch of burpees or swim three miles or like, you know, Mm -hmm. run for an hour. Like it just, it wasn't killer on my body. Like I actually felt good when I was done and then Shavasana. And I don't know if it was that one or a different class, but I remember like sitting up and my eyes were closed and I could like see this glowing outline and it was her sitting in front of me because I was in the very front of the class. And I was like, what the fuck is happening? (laughs) It's like, that was one of those moments that I was like, oh yeah, this yoga thing is pretty sweet. Mm. Yeah. Because you're like, free drugs. Free drugs. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. She took me somewhere. Free drugs with no know. come down. That's yeah. the big thing. No yeah. come down from free drugs? Fuck yeah. Yeah. Most yeah. free drugs, when you get them, they've got a real bad come down. <laughs> yeah. The free ones. <laughs> that you pick them off the ground. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> just ground kidding. score. Do not, do not take them off the ground. Never done that. Score. But yeah. <laughs> we call them ground scores. Call them ground yeah. scores. You don't actually take the ground scores. Yeah, you I just call ground score. I remember like Coachella, like, I don't know, 10 years ago. Not 10 years, but like eight years ago and finding a, a bag of Coke on the ground. It was this big bag of Coke. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. I remember just handing it to a friend being like, nope, not doing that ground score. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you think it's coke like who knows yeah. who knows i had yeah. some friends at burning man who found a, a bag and they thought it was coke and they ended up doing it and it ended up being ketamine <gasps> they spent like four hours in a k-hole just like non-functioning <laughs> in the middle of the playa oh well moral to the story kids yeah, if you're gonna don't, do drugs don't be a smart fu- drug <laughs> user don't do ground scores know what you're putting in your body yeah no matter what it is number one please educate everything <laughs> yeah so i guess i have to go now so my yeah. epic yoga moment um i mean there was a lot of like little ones that i kept thinking were the ones because i started practicing in, like 99 98 and uh and it wasn't until 2007, uh, right after my brother passed away, and it was the first class I went to after the aftermath, right? I hadn't like been in public. I hadn't really seen people. We'd just been dealing with all that. And I was in Liz Doyle's class, who she's an mm-hmm. epic teacher as is. And I remember, uh, you know, I'm just like a go get them or I was I actually am not as much anymore but I used to be a very go get them kind of person and so I was always like the one working the hardest and like constantly trying to like level up myself physically and as a human being and it was like maybe only even 15 minutes into class and she just gave that verbal and energetic allowance to just do what you needed and and that might be a lot less than normal which is such a normal thing to say right we say it all the time in class but for some reason I, I like heard it and I took it and I went in child's pose and I did not get up I stayed in child's pose for 45 minutes and just sobbed and I hadn't really cried yet <sighs> and so I think she came over at one point and just made sure I was okay and I was like trying to be mindful of the other people in the room so I was like sobbing quietly but I was definitely like my mouth is this puddle of tears but it was really needed and I just don't know that I don't know how long it would have taken me to actually like have a morning moment if if I hadn't had someone who's definitely my teacher like she was one of my very first teachers that I consider in my life and um 
to just have her like create that space where I could do that. And then I walked away from it like, oh, this is like way more than yeah. stretchy, bendy, strengthy, balancey stuff. This yeah. is this is my tool in my toolbox that's gonna get me through the divorce that I knew was coming for my kid's dad and to get me through or actually it had just started right before the death. And so like I knew it was gonna get me through the next decade that was gonna be really hard. Like really hard <laughs> yeah so yeah if you've got an epic yoga story post it on our <laughs> facebook <laughs> speaking of facebook wait we have to do this really quick so i asked on the book of faces if anybody had any questions and we actually got some questions <gasps> what i had to tag people because the stupid facebook algorithms but they were very eager so it's we promote too much I know. The life of a yogi, yeah. of a, a working yogi. Yeah. <laughs> What's well, not just yogi? We're promoting like music and podcasts. We're like, but yeah, still, as any sort of yeah. No, they just they down level you. They're like, nope, yeah. not important, yeah. not important. Pay yeah. for it. Got to pay to play. I know. So yeah. I'm actually gonna say who asked these questions, just because you guys know them and they're yeah. cutie pies. So Deirdre asked, "How did Brian get so lucky?" <laughs> Seriously though, I was obnoxiously persistent. So persistent. Very he persistent. Hounded you. Well. Yeah, no, you didn't hound, but you just didn't go away <laughs> in in the best way. And right? you, you probably needed that. Like somebody I did. Who was I needed someone to, to kind of chase me, yeah. and then I kind of pushed him. I was like, no, 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 no. Well, maybe, you know. <laughs> and I was like, there's my opening right there. Right? And I took it, and then I was like. I'm good. I'm gonna. I'm gonna hang back for a oh, while. Oh, dude, he did that. He played hard <laughs> to like, get. I'm good with maybe. I'll take maybe. No, he like no. we like. I chase and chase and chase, and then I got it, and I was like, oh, that was nice. I'm gonna. <laughs> no, but, I'm gonna be over here for a while. But no, wait. Like we had. I remember because our first fight. Our first fight. There was a night where he. I don't know. I don't want to tell the fight, but um, I remember. I had to get up early in the morning. That was the. <laughs> and I said no to sex. That wasn't our first fight. That was one of the epic ones, oh, okay. though. All right. Th those are the big ones. Yeah, right? I know what you mean. Saying no to sex. How dare you? Yeah, it's not a good night for either of yeah. us. No. no anyway, um, he... Uh, I remember being, being angry enough that I pulled way back, and then you called me. So I just, you know, you mm -hmm. chase until I chase you, and then I chase you, and then you... You know, I stopped chasing and you chased me back. It's pretty now, much our relationship. Yeah, has that continued? That's what I'm wondering. Is it still kind of like that, that dynamic? A little here and there. Mitch? If you say so, I don't know. <laughs> you don't think so? No, I don't think so. Hmm. Well, while we're on that topic, there's another question that is along those similar lines from Ellie. How many times a week do you do it? <laughs> if you're willing to share that i'm assuming she means the sex the sex yeah uh well she says p.s you can use decimals for the last one uh, or that question that, that would take way too much effort to yeah. figure out no. um no. not not that often actually our sex life has not been very good for the last mm. few years child, again child, is that henry that yeah i mean yeah. i don't, don't want to say henry it's your fault but this is did. listen <laughs> exhaustion <laughs> and lack of opportunity and like, lack of opportunity huge. you know he doesn't nap anymore and when he did nap you're like lock the door, yeah. You know, or yeah. Yeah, it's you don't want to deal with those questions. Yeah. You know, and we also, I mean, to be able to survive and put food on the table, we uh, we have to work opposite schedules. So yeah. we both work like part time, 
Um, and so in order to do that, and, and we chose to do that because yes. instead of both of us busting our ass, working full time, getting nine to five jobs that drain the life out of us, we decided to continue with our career path and both work part time and split the days so that we could actually be the ones raising our child. Mm-hmm. Um, because that's just what we wanted. Yeah, you know? and it's, I mean, I'm really happy with it. But it does mean sometimes that we are ships passing in the night. We are often ships passing in the night. And so that's what our life has been the last few years, few years is us kind of individually doing our own thing and coming together occasionally as a family yeah. to be together. Well, but, definitely coming together a lot as a family, but coming together occasionally as a couple. So we're working on changing mm. that Yeah, that's that's uh, been a big path. shift um, over the last, gosh, just the last week, actually, we've had some really strong conversations just about relationship and um, getting back to the things that are more important to us. Um, those things are not constantly like examining and yeah. um, trying to change the way we're doing everything in our life, just being each other and being with each other. and Being with each other and getting out of the house and or getting changing up the routine of, 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 of lives. Well, now you've got an helpful. extra babysitter, so hopefully that yeah. helps out yeah. a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> and you but said that's last a tough night. thing. Go ahead, Ryan. Oh, you, you said last night that, you know, uh, we wanted to get just get back to having fun. Yeah. Because we haven't done that for... Well, yeah, wow. like I, I kind of look back at like the 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 early years of our romance and, and all through our romance up until um, Henry. And then suddenly we had an extra job, mm-hmm. parenthood. And and he's also a cock blocker. So, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you guys did hard. all these jobs for a reason. You guys had a yeah. kid for a reason. You guys both pursued the careers you have for a reason so uh-huh. now you gotta continue with the reason why you did that and exactly it's easy for me to say because we haven't had a kid yet and we're at the early stages of what you know we definitely through. have teenagers that will randomly it appear at really <laughs> unopportune times and you're like yeah can you go out real we're quick can you be yeah Mom was like, yeah yeah specifically locked the door one time (laughs) get this knocking on the door like no No, don't come in and then she like walks around the house because she thinks jackson yeah Yeah. so he thinks we're he thinks we're gone or something because we lock the door when we don't normally lock our door and he walks around the back door (laughs) and comes in through the back door that's unlocked which goes right into the bedroom you are gonna regret that and that is your fault yeah (laughs) i wanted to deal with that the rest of your memories (laughs) we need to just put a sign up a sock on the door private time what are we going back to college but see we can't put a sock on a door with henry he'll just be like there was a sock doing yeah, on the door. Yeah, he'd just laugh and pull it off and come in anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, who put this sock here? What? Mommy, did you know there was a sock on the door? <laughs> yeah. So I want to get a couple more questions in before you guys leave. Ellie had a lot of questions for you, and I think they're all really great questions. So first, let's go uh, maybe the hard question, and then we'll follow it with an easier one. Uh, what is the biggest trigger slash core wound that uh, uh, the other illuminates within you? Ooh. Like, what do you bring out in each other that's no bueno? I'll I'll let you start. (laughs) Smart smart move. Uh, um, Wow. I I need to think about that for a sec because I'm I'm doing a lot of digging in my in my heart these days. So there's there's a lot actually that I'm like, well, this and this and this. this." Um, I feel like I bring out in Melissa sometimes a lot of uh, FOMO because uh, because I can be kind of singular in uh, the things that I do sometimes. mm -hmm. And Melissa spent 
a lot of time being the youngest and only daughter in her family of being left out. Mm. And so sometimes I do that. I leave her out. And um, I don't know. Yeah. I don't do it on purpose, but I feel like that triggers you sometimes. (laughs) And then she gets over emotional and I get super insensitive or um, you do. I just That's like true. I just shut. Yeah, off. you put it. It's like a wall of ice. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. When I when I get um, a little sensitive, but yeah, that would that would probably be the thing that I say. But as I, but I think it's also as I, if I'm being truly vulnerable versus being like, you hurt me, vulnerable, attacking you with my vulnerability. That's when you shut off. Mm-hmm. Oh, interesting. Ah, yeah. I haven't thought about it that way. Using yeah. vulnerability as an attack. Yeah. Huh. Which isn't something I ever recognized until now. Yeah. Whoa, whoa. Wait a minute. I thought vulnerability was good. Right. Everybody says it's good. I'm vulnerable. Look at me. I'm, I'm vulnerable. And then your vulnerability suddenly becomes like a weight on you and something someone else has to fix. Yeah. What do you have that hiding out that, that gets kind of pulled out? Like, what is it that part of you that shuts down? Or is there something else that she kind of pulls out in you? I don't know. I mean, um, I don't know what it is. I don't know why it is that I shut down emotionally when I'm faced with, uh, I guess, heavy and strong emotions. But, mm-hmm. um, but it happens. Yeah. Bailey would say, I'm going to do your birth chart. That's what she would say. And she would do it and it would all make sense. Probably. Should have her do it. Bailey, will you do my birth chart, please? (laughs) Oh my God. She'd be so excited. That'd be fun. I would love that. I actually really love things like that. She's so good at that stuff. She's great at it. She'll do each of your charts and then she can also do it where to see, like, uh, what she did for us that was really helpful is it, and then she'll do it as a couple because then you start to see that your issues as a couple is it's not personal it's literally how you're wired by the stars like mm. when we were reading it, it made total sense like our big like our two they weren't even big but our two things that are challenging for us were like spot on and uh wow that well, that's the thing really is you can take it all with a total grain of salt like i'm yes. still like very we'll say the word skeptical about that idea of like oh the stars dictate exactly how i am but without it being too much of like trying to sway you with anything, she just throws information out there and the information like really sticks. And so what I think the important thing is, is much like a yoga class. How many times have you taken a yoga class? I mean, like that teacher was talking directly to me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Teacher wasn't talking to you. They're talking to the class as a whole, but what they said resonated with you in that moment and you took something from it and that changed you in some way or another. And so it's the same with this. Like, if the information resonates with you and I've never seen it not resonate when Bailey does it, like every single person we've ever had do it for fun or whatever. Like it, they're always just like, holy shit. Like there's a lot of stuff because I really it's so need much to think more about. Detailed. It's not like reading the Sunday paper and reading your, you know, that, looks, horoscope. that sounds it's fun. Way more detailed. This. And so then you, it's, it's kind of hard to argue with it. Cause it's like, it really is very specific. Um, and even if you like decide to argue against it, you're yeah. still like thinking about it in the back of your head. You're like, Oh no, that's really fucking true. <laughs> <laughs> right, they should probably work on that. Yeah, yeah. Because even if yeah. So I want the flip side. Ellie said, "What is your favorite thing about each other?" <laughs> if you can pick one thing. Oh, oh my god, man. Melissa is um, uh, the funniest fucking person on the planet. <laughs> <laughs> um, but she saves it, and it comes out like every now and then, and um, I just. <laughs> 
I just fucking pee myself every time, you know. <laughs> just well, because it catches you off guard. I totally, think. like you, it's just we're walking like early in our relationship where we're walking down the street, and her grandfather used to be a cattle farmer, and uh, and we're walking down the street, and there's in the window this like big giant, you know, overpriced couch that's just cowskin. And I go, I go, does that remind you of your grandfather? And she was like, my grandpa wasn't the couch. And just like walked away. You know, just. That's oh my, my kind God. of joke. Right? Really, it's a dad joke, actually. Yeah. Yeah. He's the king of dad jokes. I am not I'm the like king in any way, shape, or form, but I like my dad. You jokes. and Jackson, They're him and Jackson awesome. go back and forth with the most ridiculous Jackson's pretty dad good jokes. at him. He, he was yeah. better at him when he was younger, which is weird. Yeah. He's getting more awkward. <laughs> She's a punny person, too. Ah, yeah, yes. Which is nice. Yeah. So punny. So, yeah. So, um, I like the way she makes me laugh incredibly hard. <laughs> nice. Um, so, the question is, what, what is it that I love about him? Yeah, or what's what your favorite thing? The beard. <laughs> she does love the soft beard. beard. Um, yeah, it's hard to pin it down to one thing. Yeah. So not well, about no, me, about there's... Melissa. <laughs> so clear. I'm not talking about myself when I say that. Yeah, his there's ego. So his ego is my me. <laughs> <laughs> No, I like I like your um, your softness and your lightness. You bring a really uh, a calming aspect to my world, and I need that, and I love that. Um, but like the lightness of your voice and the lightness of when you when you pick things up, your hands are very deliberate. Uh, in fact, if y'all go to Instagram right now, there's a picture of Brian holding a ukulele, and you'll see in his fingers what I love, and it's just this gentle holding of this instrument, and he, you know, he's not working it, he's just working on it, just mm-hmm. That's what makes you such an amazing bass. Mm-hmm. I was going to say the same yeah, thing. That was, that's, yeah, well, that's why yep. you're such a good bass, is because he, um, it's not... A, caress sounds too dainty but you you really like with your hands and your feet i never feel manhandled i never feel like you're like throwing me around it's always like very comfortable and i feel good where there's so many it's controlled but soft yeah yeah and so so many bases at feet i'm just like can you make those at all softer she's talking she's talking about me specifically (laughs) not you you have moments where i'm like what are you doing to my leg like like, digging into it i destroyed her leg today on accident that was part i was poorly aligned so that was part of it but yeah i yeah i think you have a very great touch Um, yeah so if you could if you could just imagine that that kind of the way he handles with um yoga adjustments um the gentle push it's firm but kind and then just translate that to everything in my house the magic touch <laughs> it really is lovely it's your energy it's my favorite thing i love it and we- your eyelashes <laughs> flutter those eyelashes They're so long did you well, have any more amazing questions or was that most There of it? are more, but we're getting close to stop time and I really want to go over really quick what they have coming up because just like us, they have so many things going on. I, I do want to ask God. one more question okay. though, before yeah. then. Is Brian, I had questions, about, I ask other people when they have them, it's kind of become an, a running topic, is people's tattoos. Mm. So ah. I really like tattoos. I only have one of them. Antonella has a couple. We've both talked about really wanting to get more. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I know what piece I want next. I know what artist I want to do it next, but just like financially on a teacher budget with us also getting married like there's just not the money for it at the time um but so you have a big tattoo all across your chest yeah and i was gonna ask for some more information on that like how old you were when you got it 
uh, whether or not you enjoy it. What does it say? Uh, have you thought about getting more tattoos? Yeah. Um, I started thinking about getting tattoos when I was in high school. Um, and I was into hieroglyphs for a long time. And I was like in a, I was going to have like someone draw my cartouche and it was going to be on my sleeve, nice. <laughs> my shoulder. And I was going to get this big, you know, like um, uh, winged solar disc across my shoulders and my shoulder blades and an onk on my other arm. And because those symbols just, you know, they had so much depth and meaning and they really resonated with me, even though I didn't really know much about them at all. Are you still into ancient Egypt no. stuff? No, <laughs> I have got some podcasts I need you to listen to that'll blow your fucking mind. You might get back into it. Yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. I'll listen to those. Okay. Um, so I had, I had, and I had these plans for years and years and years and years. And then uh, Melissa and I, with one of her friends, um, we were headed to Reno. Um, and well, we were, like, were in Tahoe, and we were talking about getting tattoos. Oh yeah, like hey, let's Shannon go get and tattoos. And I was like, sweet. And so all that shit that I had in my head for, you know. 12 years just went out the fucking window and I was like I really like stars <laughs> and I want to get a couple stars on my chest and you know what I'm into yoga so I'm going to put an ohm and a shanti in the middle of these stars right and so uh, so that's what I did it was completely spontaneous mm -hmm. um, I you know I'd known that I'd always love stars and I thought I'd bring the yoga tie into it as well and so that just I had told the guy what I wanted and he drew it up and I was like sweet put it on my body nice. <laughs> and that was it and then um, uh, the words in the between the stars now I just got this last year I oh. think oh. two years ago two years ago oh. uh, the words say love is the coal that makes this train roll oh, I love that nice two two mm-hmm <laughs> Um, so Melissa introduced me with well, the first CD she ever gave me was a black keys CD called rubber factory, um, which is an awesome, uh, awesome album. And so I've been a big fan of the black keys, uh, since then. And, um, it's a lyric from one of their songs and it just happens to be the song that I walked, uh, down the aisle to. It shows a, a rock song, a slow, a slow rock slow march to march. walk down the aisle to. And, um, but even before we got married, just that particular um a lyric just always resonated with me and uh, i knew i wanted to have it on my body at some point and so i think i got it as a christmas gift yeah perfect um, yeah i love that yeah it took us like a year to financially recover from oh it oh my but gosh <laughs> yeah cause, fucking expensive. oh my gosh yeah. who has the money for that yeah we were just warning the kids about tattooing songs on your body and you better hope it's a song that you're gonna like for a long time because mm -hmm. i don't know if you know this but bailey's hasn't even been 18 for a year yet and has six tattoos. Mm -hmm. What? I did <laughs> not mm -hmm. realize She's that. an addict. Yeah, uh -oh. six tattoos. But she got um, song lyrics on her leg recently, and I actually really like them, though. And I, I think that even if she decides she doesn't like the group later, it's still like... A great, a great line. It's something about to love too. Yeah, it's, yeah, I remember yeah. exactly what it is. And so when she she did get three tattoos at once, the mm. very first, the same one. tattoo on either back of her tricep and then one in the middle of her back that yeah. she got all at once. Um, so yeah, that she's is some, some stamina. Ones, yeah, right? I know they're all they're all pretty small. They're she's super tiny cute. though. So she's so little. Pretty small. She's do you have any tattoos, Melissa? I do. Okay. I have um, I have a poppy flower on my left hip that I got when I was like twenty. And, um, and then I have a star on my ankle. And then the one that I got with um, Brian in Reno with my best friend Shannon is um, it's, a, it's a paisley kind of honeybee. 
that mm. I, I had the artist Ooh. sketch out. I brought him a really terrible drawing <laughs> because I'm not a visual artist at all and said, do something like this. And he was like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and we looked at a couple of images online. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we looked at some images online and then uh, he, he, he was like, sent me away. He said, I'm going to work on something, come back. And I came back and I loved it. And so it's on my right shoulder blade and it's, Really it's about fitting. five times bigger than you wanted it to be. Oh. Yes, but it was okay. <laughs> to get the was, detail, yeah. To get the detail of Paisley. Yeah. yeah, so I was like, I wanted about the size of my palm. And it's like, no, it's the whole shoulder blade. But Ooh. it's so pretty. You might have to strip down later. I want to see that. It's okay. beautiful. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen that one before. No. Yeah. And it's uh, the color he used was called Undead Red from a zombie pack of colors. Which I think is really funny. So it's kind of a henna yeah. looking oh, color. But it cool. matches her skin tone so it's nice. A- this guy was so good. He went through all these different colors and was like, this is the one that's going to match your skin. Yeah. yeah. That was actually job. one of the questions was about your red hair. Ah. Melissa, how is life as a redhead? Why is it so cute? This may be not a question, but I just love red hair. <laughs> <laughs> Who asked that? Ellie. Ellie. <laughs> I love it. Uh, well, currently I'm I'm working towards blonde, but I think I'm going back to my red um, because I miss it. You can play with that line in between. I think it's a it's fun to play with while you're at it. Totally, but it's expensive but just, to maintain. Yeah, um, I just miss I miss the red. It's got some pizzazz. Yeah, yeah. It brightens up. Feisty. My face. Feisty firecracker. <laughs> so I feel like we could definitely talk for way longer than this. Yeah. So we'll have to set up uh, a round two maybe in the future because I know you guys got to go feed the little redheaded man. Mm-hmm. Yes. By that, I mean Henry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but first, tell us what you are up to. What's coming up? Uh, how can everybody find you? We'll put show notes, obviously, but is there any events or retreats or workshops that you really want to kind of give a little detail to you, not just when it's happening, but like what people could expect and the type of person that might want to come partake. Mm. Um, I start. do I do a lot of beer and yoga events. I go to the different breweries around the, the neighborhood I live in in Kirkland and teach classes. And um, uh, Bala Yoga is actually uh, partnering with me for a Father's Day uh, class. We're going to be at Rooftop Brewing in uh, Magnolia on Father's Day. Uh, and then, God. Uh, I have, I have a, we have a retreat. A retreat, yeah. We have a retreat coming up at the end of the month, uh, the 22nd. It's a weekend up in Leavenworth. We do them every summer and every winter, actually. So winter do you always time, stay at the same place, or do you try I have a few spots? different places that nice. I, I, I like to use. We don't go to Sleeping Lady because they are too expensive. Um, so I just rent giant houses. And, um, you know, I've had chefs in the past. This summer, uh, Mel and I are going to cook all the food, yeah. going back to the way we did it before, where we cook all the food and we teach the yoga, we lead the excursions. And um, it's Hands just a really on. nice, easy yeah. weekend to unplug, you know, put your phone away and just be taken care of. You know, we try to make it as all-inclusive as we can. And it really is yeah. all-inclusive. We take care of everything. So, um so those are always a lot of fun. So we have one coming up at the I've end of the month. I've been eyeing those for a while. Yeah, just an FYI, if we ever get we the we haven't been on one with you guys yeah. yet, but we highly suggest it to anyone yeah. if they want to go on it. I've been eyeing those. I think that'd be really fun. We yeah. love Leavenworth, and we've done a similar retreat where we got a big house, we cooked all the food, we, and it was so fun to lead it that I think it'd be really cool to just hand ourselves over to mm-hmm. you guys and let you take us on a little adventure. Yeah, that's that what I did this last weekend. Fun. I just got back from a retreat with a good friend of mine, Rainier, who ha- owns a Journey, Drishti Journeys. We love and, him. And um, yeah, just a chance to just let 
you know, somebody else take care of me for a weekend. It was fantastic. So uh, we got that. Melissa has some myofascial release stuff on the calendar uh, all the time. Yeah. Uh, so the next one is, um, uh, what are we calling it? Refresh and Revive. And it is going to be at Bala Yoga in July. Is that the Kirkland the location? The Kirkland location. Okay. So three Wednesdays in July at 11 a.m. And we're just going to roll out for 45 minutes. Um, it's a great way to kind of cool down from the power vinyasa that is taught at 9.30 prior or a good setup for yin. Mm. Um, that would be a great combo. Uh, so we're going we're gonna to roll out and um, really I just want to try and offer more of this to people because it's, such a, it's been such a rewarding uh, part of my physical practice now. It's changing the way I move and it's alleviating those aches and pains that come in your 40s <laughs> and mm-hmm. it, it feels so good and it helps me so uh if i can offer that to other people um then i'd like to be able to give them that practice too because you know i, I can't tell you how many times people are are um or for me that i i, I go through something like what's happening with my ankle and then i roll things out and it's all better it's not always a fix but it's more often a fix that it's not. More often than not, it's resonating from something else in your body. It's yeah. not like, because I have a decent amount of wrist and like ankle issues, but I've noticed it resonates up higher. It's yeah. up in my shoulder or mm-hmm. in my hips and it's got super loose shoulders and super tight hips, yeah. <laughs> both of which I kind of need to work on. Um, so I think that's important for people to start to understand that like where you hurt probably isn't just the issue yeah it's not the place it's well because uh you know everything is connected and we know that everything's connected but because of the way that the tension might pull from your ankle you might yeah it might be starting in your right shoulder and it's it is realistic that it would be that far away uh, because of the way the nerves travel in your body and connect and travel down the different lines um so i want to give people more of a practice of that and help them make it more of a habit because if we make that more of a habit it doesn't hurt as much when you do it (laughs) first of all plus it it just really improves all of your athleticism it's a nice blend of your personal trainer side and your yoga side yes definitely i i appreciate that a lot um so you guys have lots of little local things coming up is there any big grand plans or goals that you guys have outside of here do you want to take what you're doing on a on a on a little we kind of like the idea of using this podcast in some ways to allow people to just like put some stuff out in the universe yeah. to have it out there and see what happens. Cause it's been working. Like <laughs> it's pretty crazy. Yeah. Some people who have just vocalized on here, what they want, watching it then happen over the next couple of months. has been pretty crazy. So cool. you guys have any big dreams, like solo dreams or as a duo? Well, uh, we've been talking about opening a personal training gym in Kirkland, Ooh. someplace for personal trainers to bring their clients. That is so necessary. We yeah. need more of that. Yeah. There's not really, there's a there's a couple places in Bellevue and and Renton and, and um, Redmond rather, but nothing really in Kirkland. So if we could if we could uh, help fill that niche, I, I think that would be good. And then 
Um, talk I, about yeah, the other idea? Uh, yeah, we're building a, we're wanting to build a, like a retreat uh, center event space uh, up in the mountains. Wow. So that I don't have to rent houses to run retreats. You um, just have your own space. So you're going to have your own space where you can not only do your workshops, but other people can do clients and whatnot. And then uh-huh. you're also going to build your own spot for retreats. Wow. Yeah. So do you, is... Without like giving away specifics of it, is there like a location up in the mountains? Like, what's the general area? Uh, the general area is Leavenworth area. So you do want we that specific area? Yeah, we just love it. We really there. love it's so it there. Cool. And it's such a quick little drive. Yeah, it's so it's two such an hours. easy commitment it's a for people. Cute yeah. little We've done it like escape. ten times in the last like three months. <laughs> it really yeah. takes over. You're like, oh, why are we here again? Because it's adorable. Well, and there's really good mushroom hunting over there, <laughs> and so it's not that far, and we can go geek out and go find all sorts of mushrooms, either Fun. just to take pictures of and be nerds, or to take home and cook. And, and I travel there yeah, like once really a month fun. to pick up apples from Wenatchee so mm-hmm. I drive through Leavenworth nice it's yeah. a good spot I yeah it's a good spot, it's really so. great so we like that and um I when we talked about it I uh it, you know first of all it made me nervous which probably means it's a good thing to try um but I got really grand in my vision of it I want it to be a big retreat space but also could be like a little concert space and have a little amphitheater yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah so that it can it Heck can be yeah. multi-purpose but also just again bring me back to my music roots so that nice. whether i ever play there or not we get to have people there people get to use it for such and tiny homes and oh, so, oh. Mm-hmm. We're, we're right in that same yeah. we wanted very similar vision we'll just say that <laughs> yeah. very similar yeah, yeah. i like it so I there like might it. have to be some uh, collaborations over yeah. the years interesting I agree. Nice. all right universe do do its work and yeah. go <laughs> <laughs> all right well thank you guys so much we appreciate it uh, i'm sure we'll be seeing you guys around very often yes so thank you so much thank you Peace. Bye. thanks for having bye. us bye thanks Thanks for the questions, everybody. Ah, that was that was fun. Thanks for listening to the Gravity Lift Podcast with Jordan and Antonella. If you like our show and want to find more, check out our website at gravitylift.space. And when you get a sec, please rate and review us on iTunes to help us spread these vibes far and wide.